you guys. Yeah, this is Guffman in Japan. This is Maddie B and I'm on the streets. The fucked up voice. Cause that's what my voice is right now. Too much screaming. Little girl just ran into me on a staircase. Alright. Well, this is what we're gonna do today. Johnny's busy, I'm busy. We have lives. So we're gonna do the podcast independently. I'm gonna walk around, talk about the shit, and then that's what's gonna happen. Johnny's gonna tune in later with the news. So I'm gonna walk my way down to Sam's, get a beer, drink it, drink a few on the way, and uh, that'll be that. That's what we call podcasting. So there's gonna be some ambient noise, cars, if I see some crazy t-shirts, I'll tell you. I saw a crazy t-shirt earlier, a little mommy, and it said, I'm totally effed up, because she was like walking her kid to school or something. I'm totally effed up with a really cute design, totally clean shirt, milfy mommy. I'm totally effed up, it said. <laughs> oh, God. It never fucking gets old. It never does. Not one day goes by where I'm like, I'm so tired of those t-shirts that make no sense. I collect them. I have like 30 of them. Oh, all right. It's time to crack this beer and then get on with the podcast. Japan, God Faded Japan, where I booze Johnny's the news and the booze, and I'm a dude, and so is Johnny. Um, I've got my headphones on, so it feels kind of weird just ranting into a microphone when you're out on the streets, because you think everyone's going to look at you like one of those crazy guys who's like walking around with the Bluetooth phone like attached to the side of his head. You can't, you think he's just like some insane businessman, but actually he's an insane businessman making a very rational phone call. All right, let's get to it. I got some talking points I'm going to go through. Mm, here we go. This uh, unemployment thing is starting to feel a little bit too comfortable because not only does the idea of going to work slightly offend me now, the idea of looking for work isn't just looking for work, you're also looking for a new boss as well. And it's not like when you're single and you get in a relationship and now you have someone who uh, blows you all the time and it's like really fascinating to get to know them. You have to engage in a new boss relationship. Here's the new boss. I'm the person who's gonna tell you what to do with your job that I don't do. Yes, this is your job, you're doing it, but I'm the boss, so I'll tell you how to do it. Fucking shit. But anyways, the thing about being unemployed for a few months is that, you know, you just stop giving a shit about your fashion. Like, my, I'm, I'm dressed like a total retard right now. I'm wearing flip-flops. Um, I got like professional business shorts on. They have creases down the middle. A wife beater, a jacket, like not like a jacket, like a, like a business jacket. And then I'm wearing on top of that a baseball cap. I don't give a fuck, but 
I, I would never have done that before because you have your holiday clothes and your work clothes and your holiday clothes represent your day off and your work clothes represent slavery and you don't like mixing the two uh, because one informs the other that it's all a big fucking lie and that money is the only reason you're doing it. So, but now, because I'm just totally unemployed, all of my clothes are just sort of blending together into a giant pile of I don't give even less of a fuck that I didn't even used to give half of one. So there we go. I even have a fucking, fuck, I even have a, um, a handkerchief sticking out of my, my jacket pocket. And the, the handkerchief has little bicycles printed on it. You go, oh, what's this? Beautiful shadow. That's what that guy's shirt said on a bike. Beautiful shadow. Well, why not? These shirts get you thinking because they introduce concepts as a native speaker you, you, would, you would never associate together. That's a beautiful shadow. Like instead of looking at the actual thing, like a mountain, that mountain is so beautiful, but I'm really noticing its shadow right now. A beautiful shadow. The shadow is so beautiful, we needed to make t-shirts by the millions and sell them across the fucking ocean. That guy doesn't care about his English as much as I care about my fashion. Yeah, there we go. I'm so effing wasted on a cute mom. Beautiful shadow. It's two for two. The old office lady attire never gets boring either, let me tell you that much. I just got out of the gym and I'm cracking beers. What do you want from me? It's like there's a road that's the size, it's like a for wagon carts. And I moved out of the way for a pedestrian. Someone fucking honks at me. What do you need? What do you want? Jesus. Um, and the gym people, because the gym is kind of a, uh, you gotta get off these fucking roads, they're driving me crazy. The gym, the gym is a, the gym is a place for kind of solitary people. People who want to start a futsal team don't go to the gym to look for one. And so you get a lot of weirdos, a lot of fucking weirdos at the gym. I call them gym people, gym people. Most of the time, people are just there, they're all right, but you get some real freaks. Um, one guy, I call him Face Man. Face Man, because he, his face is always writhing in agony. Like, but he doesn't ever scream or say anything. He's completely silent, like a mime. He's doing mimetics of, of agony, right? And he lifts some pretty big weights, like 23 or 32 kilograms per arm. So he's quite a big dude, but he's just silent the entire time. And every time he picks up a, a weight, his, his mouth opens up as wide as it can go. And it starts like kind of, you know how singers will vibrate their, their jaws? It does that. He does the singer vibrator jaw thing. And his eyes squidge together and his face just crunches up into this giant ball of fucking agony. And I can understand because he's lifting like 64 kilograms, right? 32 on each arm. But then if he's like going up a stair, if he, if he lifts his leg to go up a stair, his writhing agony face presents itself to the fucking public as well. And if he has to like pull on a pin to adjust a machine at the gym, his face, like there's like a, if he's walking normally, his face 
is as dead as a doornail. But as soon as he does something that requires uh, like, a, like a muscle to contract, his face lights up in terror and agony. Then there's like this kind of guy, you, I call him the retard runner. And at the gym, you're not really supposed to run around like the pool because there's all this equipment everywhere. It's like, hey, what are you doing running at the gym, sir? Slow down. Slow down that running at the gym. Please get on the machine that doesn't go anywhere and run on that. But because this guy's kind of retarded, no one knows what to do. So they just kind of let him run around. And he makes these squealing noises. And his arms all flop around. And he has a lot of strength. He's this tiny little retard. But he has that retard strength, man, and he, he's, he's really pulling on those weights. Who's the other guy? The mutterer. There's the mutterer, who I think used to be a speed addict. He has that kind of, you know, the speed addict. That, that where speed people, they mutter. They mutter to themselves. Like there's a, there's a ghost or they're trying to remember something that they can't really focus on too well. And he's just the entire time hauling or Like he's in really good shape. But uh, the entire time he's just hauling around these giant plastic bags filled of gym paraphernalia, muttering to himself. And then, you know, like uh, 64 kilograms worth of weights as well. So yeah, the gym attracts weird fucking people. There's the mutterer. Um, and what else? Charlie. Charlie's the cool guy. Charlie is an old guy. He opened a bar called Charlie's Spot. It's a rock bar. You can go in there and like request rock and roll songs and he plays them and he runs a bar and he's totally normal. So not everyone has to be a total lunatic, a demented lunatic. So hopefully I'm one of the members that's like Charlie and not one of the members that's like the running retard, the mutterer, or um, yeah, the agony mime. Let's call him agony mime. Let's drink this beer. Mm. Oh, beer. I went to a beer festival this weekend by myself. And um, I just said, fuck it. I'm going to the beer festival. So I went on a Saturday. I started at 1 p.m. And this was in central Tokyo. And there was a featuring craft beer from all over America. And it was actually free to get in. And most beers were like, 500 yen for like an entire bottle or a pint of beer and in Tokyo as you guys know like we always talk about it there's usually seven eight hundred twelve hundred thirteen hundred yen so it's like it was half the price I guess because it's basically a promotion they're promoting their goods but there was I swear to god the face of beer has completely changed in the past 10 years there was not a single lager at this festival there's like 30 brewers 30 brewers Everyone had like two IPAs, pale ales, like stouts. There was not a single lager or pilsner. It was unbelievable. And now I'm at the point where like I'm always into the IPAs and I've got Fate of Japan, Johnny Alley, IPA this, IPA that. Now I'm starting to think it's like too trendy. And when shit gets too trendy, I get really suspicious. Like, oh, now it's going to turn into shit, you know, like Star Wars gets too trendy. For a while, South Park got too trendy. Uh, like in the late 90s, you know, uh, bigger, badder, uncut, where you had like eight-year-olds wearing Cartman t-shirts. 
I'm not sure if that affected the quality of the show, but it certainly did affect my, like, I'm not going to watch eight-year-old cartoons. Like, fuck that. At the time, I was 18, so, you know, I, I'm not like a 34-year-old running away from Taylor Swift or something like that who just made Apple change their mind about really shitty practices. Um, well, let me check if this thing's still running. We running? Yeah. So I get to this beer festival, and I immediately start hitting the IPAs. Uh, the first one I had was the new IPA by, what was it? The new IPA by the, the Samuel Adams Group. And it wasn't bad, it wasn't bad. Um, but the, basically, if you're at a, at a brewer, if you're at a beer festival, what you need to do is you need to find guys with beards from the Pacific Northwest who are friendly enough, but also kind of intellectually snooty, those guys are going to have the beer that you want for IPAs at a festival. Uh, they have to have like kind of like a, a hot uh, alternative chick and like some shy looking dude. Not quite a hipster, but like the, the old bearded brewer guy saved the young man from hipsterdom by introducing him to like stuff that actually matters, like making stuff rather than just being a parody of everything else and calling that life. Although, I guess they're here to stay. Um, yeah, the the one that won, the one that won, the one IPA that, that fucking scored a home run for me was called the Latona. Latona IPA from Sound Breweries. I think Sound from Puget Sound, Washington State. I, I went back for two or three of those IPAs. They really hit it out of the park. So if you're looking for a new IPA, Latona. Um, other than that, yeah, I don't know. The thing with this like massive influx of IPAs now is that it's getting hard to differentiate one from the other, right? Because there's only, I don't know, maybe, maybe these guys with beards, old men with beards and like an alternative chick, maybe they need to get like Throwing like a black dude on the team, an Indian on the team, either like a, a woo -woo 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 Indian or a deepy 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 Indian. Um, either they just need some more variation, more racial. They need to the colors of Benetton for 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 beer makers. And that way, what's going to happen is that it's it's going to differentiate the flavor by having people from other races in on the team. They don't need, even need to do anything. They're just there. So that when the old Beardy's making his beer and he's looking at the guy he saved, like some fucking SPCA dog and the girl that he wished he was 30 years younger, so he not just, you know, he could tap it, he could bang that. Um, but then he would also be looking like, oh, there's a black dude in the room. Well, maybe if I put some um, black hops in the brew, it will differentiate from the other old man Beardy IPAs. Because let me tell you, I had like five. I had five IPAs before my shift at Gamaso. Um, and I took, you know, I sobered up, you know, coffee, some Oyakodon. Um, and it was, the only one that stood out was the Latona. And well, and the Sam Abs, because it was my first one. But that's because it also has a label behind it. And it also because it wasn't that good. All the other ones were really tasty. Uh, I'll post up some photos later on the on the site. So there we go. But there's a couple of things. People got to stop fucking doing this. You go to a beer festival and there's more goddamn cameras than beer. 
And that's a problem because you have people with professional cameras who are there to make, I don't know, they got a blog or something. Uh, maybe they're there for the site. They're going to put up like a, a video of the, everyone drinking beer and having a very nice time. Oh, oh, oh. Um, so that's one thing. But you have so many, so many people like that that have their own thing that you have like 30 people with professional cameras flying around like giant dragonflies of, I don't know, sloth seeking attention sloth are out there they're not sloths and then you got like everybody else with their camera out and they're all taking pictures of their beer so there's there's more photos being taken than beers being drunk at a beer festival so people need to stop that and start going and doing the thing that's there for what you're supposed to do which is talk with your friends have some beer. I was there by myself, but I didn't put my headphones on because that just makes me look like a fucking maniac sitting there with your coat and jacket, whatever. And I did talk to some nice people though. Um, so yeah, Latona from Sound Brewery. That's gonna be the, an IPA to look out for. Uh, other than that, we need more black people and Indians making IPAs. We need more differentiation in this scene anything else oh yeah there was a I was out I was out at the fear beer festival talking to this cutie uh, this nice girl and uh, this guy with a guitar sort of wanders up to me and I, you know okay sure um, I play guitar and I when people walk up to me with the guitar I'm, I'm a bit suspicious I'm like what's this fucker want you know but he was just asking where does he go to play the music? I guess he was the hired entertainment. It's like, okay, sure. Uh, you know, go in there, take a left. But he was like, obviously hired just so that there would be music at the show, but absolutely no thought was gone into which type of music. Because if you have like 300 people in a room drinking beer, just having one guy playing acoustic guitar with like a cajon backup, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he was cute. Maybe that's why they got him. He had his curly locks and, you know, hippie shorts. And he was going to make it all seem like some brew house hippie time. Make it authentic. Um, so he's playing the usual covers, making, I don't know, he's making Beatles songs, reggae songs, because it's summer. And it's okay. But then when, like, no one's actually paying attention to him like he's 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 creating a mood in the room where ah oh, we're drinking beer and there's music right but everyone's taking pictures of what their friends are doing and what they're doing they're not really paying it so but he's doing that thing between songs where you know performers will be like so hey how's everyone doing uh sing along with the next one if you know all the lyrics and i was like dude nobody is paying attention to you instead of pushing play on a cd you're here and if somebody between tracks on a CD was trying to get you to do something, you wouldn't be listening. You'd be going and making a sandwich. So there we go. He just, I don't know. It's like, can you not, do you not, are you not aware of what's going on here? <laughs> is it just, is it like, are you just going through the motions? Like, you could be anywhere. You could be hanging upside down, locked in a submarine, uh, and you're, people, you're, you were hired to play there, but the people hated you so much, the Submariners, they threw you in a locked room and told you to play there, and you would you would play upside down, but still say the same things. Oh, uh, this is a Beatles song. Uh, 
uh, for all you submariners out there, bravery is uh, very important. I don't know. So there we go. The beer was good. I don't know. Maybe I'm just being a dick because I was drinking by myself and I ran into an ex-manager of mine there. Uh, I won't get started on that. Alright, here, beer time. I made some notes. That's right, I organized myself. I said, if you're going to be talking to eight people, like a lunatic, walking around with your flippy floppies down Star Road in Asagaya, then you better have some notes, otherwise you're just, you're just a rambler, you're just a useless rambler. What's next? Fashion, gym people, Japanese. Japanese television is the worst. It's the absolute worst. So, you know, I was at the gym working out, sucking in my gut, trying to make everyone else think that, no, I'm not just someone who goes to the gym to prevent from getting fatter. I'm someone who's actually ripped to shreds. Uh, but in the old sauna, sitting naked with all the other Japanese dudes totally naked, or all sweaty balls are hanging out. The Japanese TV is on. Sometimes it's okay. Usually it's the weather. But, I don't know, I can't, yeah, oh, Jesus. You know, I study Japanese. I study, not all the time, but enough. And everyone always says, why don't you watch TV to get better? And this is why, because it sucks. I don't watch Japanese TV. So this was the television they had on today. Some woman, like a 20 year old, was walking around in a diner and went up to an old lady and asked her for makeup tips. Um, it's obviously staged, <laughs> listening to some 85-year-old Japanese lady doling out makeup tips in the middle of the afternoon at a diner is not television. It's not good TV. And then they, 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 they hauled her out of this diner where she was enjoying a cup of tea, and they went to a park where they got little girls to come up and admire her makeup um, which is weird why would little girls go up to an old 85 year old grandmother and say you're beautiful <laughs> you're a beautiful old lady you're beautiful doesn't make any goddamn sense whatsoever and then what happened next is that the television crew went to a mall they went to a fucking mall do you know what a mall is? Boring. It's the dumbest thing. And people who go to malls are fucking lame as shit. I had to go to a mall once a few months ago. Lame. So, and it, you know, people just sort of wander around like zombies browsing at stores with exciting names but really shitty wares inside. All the prices are jacked up because rent's so fucking expensive because the mall has too many goddamn managers that need way overextending reach and power and pay. So that's why you gotta pay $300 for your fucking shoes, alright? Not because they're worth $300 because they're made by some Ethiopian Vietnamese half-breed for 80 cents a day but because there's a manager at the mall who needs your $300.
Uh, so they went to the mall to ask women there about their makeup. Just listening to women ranting on about makeup. The thing is, is that if it was in English, I wouldn't be able to tune out. But because it's in Japanese, my third language, I can just turn it off. I can just make it go from making sense to honestly. And that's why I don't study Japanese television. Because if I was unable to tune that shit out, I would have committed suicide days ago. After eight and a half days. Ah, that feels good. Can you imagine listening to some 85-year-old woman talking about makeup? Maybe, you know what it is? If I was younger, in my 20s, I might go for it. Fucking ambulance. Hold on a second. No one knows what that means. Blah, blah, blah. All right. And being able to tune it out is a great way to stick around, let me tell you. Anything else? Is that it? Yeah, I think that's it. All right, I'm going to go to Sam's. I'm going to go get me uh, your, your POW, and I'm going to talk about beer more. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Okay. All right. You want me to talk? Okay, I'll talk. This is, uh, yeah, I'm having a, uh, so this week's uh, POW, I'm doing it in the back room of uh, Sam's, and there's other people here, so I'm just going to pretend like it's, uh, well, who knows, right? So this is the Sierra Nevada 2015 Beer Camp Hoppy Lager Spring Seasonal, available one time only. You hear that, everyone? Hoppy lager. Lager. Not an IPA. There's too many IPAs. Let's take this thing a taste. For me, it wins. I'm going to do this later. Sounds dumb. Alright. So what can we say about this thing? I don't have the room to myself. I feel weird when people are like sitting next to me and I'm rambling into a microphone. It's a lager, but it doesn't taste like a corporate lager. Like as in, with one taste, you've identified everything. It has a nice hoppy after finish, but it's very light and crisp at the same time. Definitely a summer beer. Best served chilled. Has a sweet aroma, sweet smell to it, but not sickly sweet. See, I like Pilsners and I like um, lagers as well. I just like them. I'm not a big fan of, oh yeah, sure, the, yeah, whatever. Budweiser, Bud Light, Platinum has its place. But let's be honest. Yeah, I like it. I gave it two thumbs up. It ain't no dick in the air, but this um, this one, this hoppy lager, I would say get it again. Seven percent volume alcohol.
Yeah. I'm not going to go on too long. Drink it, bitch. Alright, this is part three. Sorry about that really shitty review. That place is quiet. And I don't really... We can't really just rant it up in there. It's a back room. It's the Sam's back room. I really recommend it because it's... If you want to chill and, like, talk to a friend, you're going to be having a good time. But if you're just screaming into a microphone, everyone's going to run away. So... I was talking to Sam. Sam told me who's the, uh, you know, the sponsor here. He he invited me to that beer festival. He wanted to introduce me to a brewer, uh, Ezo Beers, in uh, from Sapporo, northern Japan. Uh, but our schedules didn't match. But anyways, he agrees with me. There's too many fucking IPAs nowadays. Basically, everyone. Everyone, I shouldn't say that because he didn't agree to, but I think there's this thing, listen to this, I'm going to do something. It's another Pilsner. It's not an IPA. I think people are conflating, they're associating on a too great a level. The, uh, the idea between microbreweries and IPAs. This is wrong again. Because microbrewers should have pilsners, but people don't buy it. They just think, oh, you're a brewer? Well, then where's your fucking IPA? We can't be isolating it. It can't happen that way. The, the, the boom in IPA is great, but there's this thing that's happening where everyone's just saying, IPA equals microbrewery. Fuck that shit. You can't go down this road, people. I swear to God, one thing that becomes good cannot mean everything for that one thing. What I mean by that is uh, microbreweries are awesome and they shouldn't only be limiting themselves to IPAs because of public demand. But then again, if you're a brewer, you don't want to brew like 800 million liters of a lager only to piss it up against the wall. So this is, the consumer needs to be a little bit more fastidious. I don't know if that's a word. A little bit more where. How's that sound for once? Yeah, just don't start repeating shit. It's not a word. It's not a word. It's a whole thing. People think, oh, uh, microbrewery. That's just a word. It means a small brewer. No, it doesn't. It just means it's not Anheuser-Busch. They still can make 800 million liter batches and be called a microbrewery. Also, IPA. Oh, that just means it's like flavorful. No, it's not what it means. And you can, just because Anheuser-Busch makes lager and Pilsner doesn't mean you can't go to a fucking craft beer event and enjoy nice craft beer that is also called lager and Pilsner because it's a style, not one thing. So this isolation, this conflation uh, of words. They're only words, people. <laughs> I get really angry because I see something happening and it's going down a fucking road. It's going down the road of the manager. Alright? So, this is something that's happening. And there might be people 
Fuck you, truck. There might be people that, uh, oh, this road's no good. I'm not going to go down this road. Even though it's closer to the Italian restaurant I'm going to go and get half cut on cheap wine at. Um, there's a thing. That's the thing. So the IPA thing needs to uh, sort itself out. Unfortunately, I thought I was riding the gravy train and away I am. But you got to keep on your toes. Otherwise, you get raped. You get raped by everything that's trying to... But come on, I'm being too vague here. I know, I know. I shouldn't have gone down the rape road. Getting, getting rapey over here. I don't know if I like it now. Well, there we go. So that's why I'm going down... I'm drinking a hop syndrome, a pills lager. Alright? It's not an IPA. Let's taste it. Fucking delicious. <coughs> it's a nice, crisp, hoppy lager. Pilsner. What do I like about Pilsners? They have like a zing. And I don't know how to explain the vocabulary. And even when people who know to explain the vocabulary explain vocabulary, it's like they're preaching to the choir. You know, like, if you listen to wine people talk about wine, it's like listening to, like, bike people talk about bikes. Like, you just, if you're not a wine person or a bike person, everything they say is just a load of gibberish that doesn't really make any sense whatsoever because you're not involved in the scene. I hate that pretentiousness. So, but I will compare it to my own experiences. So with this Pilsner, what a, what a Pilsner reminds me of. What a Pilsner reminds me of. It's a little like Thai food, actually. I shit you not. Because the, uh, the, the Pilsner has a little bit of zing in the upper register, you know? Like a stout is really full-bodied on the bottom. Uh, but the, uh, the, you know, a Pilsner is quite light. It's a light-bodied beer. But on that, on that, on that upper register, you know, that little, that has a little zing, just like Thai food, some Thai food. I'm not saying Pilsner's spicy. I'm just saying that the Thai food has a little zing on the top, just like Pilsner does, all right? And that's what I like about it. And with the right, Jesus Christ, this truck. And with the right um, Pilsner, with the micro, a fine micro-brewed Pilsner, especially with a little hop in there, you can get that, you can get a very fine zing, okay? And that's what's great about it. So I give this two thumbs up and 700 dicks in the air. Because suddenly, I'm sniffing bullshit about that whole IPA thing. That whole IPA thing, I, I don't know. I, I'm good at, because I've been drinking IPA since 1999, okay? It's not like I'm new to this bandwagon. I've been, I've seen it. I've seen it come out, I've seen it explode, and now I'm seeing it turn into a fucking cliche. And I don't want to let that happen. I do not want to let that happen. Indian restaurant, huh? No. Stick to your guns, son. So there we go. One last thing, I, uh, continuing on. You know, you can watch one minute of Japanese television and just find a podcast in there. So I did. Um... This was the other show that I was watching on at Sam's. There was a feature 
feature documentary about food, which is 90% of Japanese television. And what it was about, it was about a town where people put ketchup and mayonnaise on their food. That's right. That was television. These people put ketchup and mayonnaise on their food. They, they put like ketchup into some soup and everyone's like, oh my god, you goddamn lunatic. How dare you? How dare you? But that, like, that's not really television, is it? Where I come from, it's like somebody's boring talking about the boring shit they did. Then they go over to some other person who's putting mayonnaise on rice, and everyone's like, Oh my god, no wonder you're so fat, you fat pig. But they don't really do it like that, because that's too, that's too western. That's too Western. So there you go. That's what people will spend 30... I guess it's no no better or worse than friends. Oh, I'm walking down this old street I've never been to before. It's like a, like a really old school laundromat where people like hang all the jackets inside and there's some bald old dude with all of his equipment. This street's pretty badass. There's no corporate chains. There's all these old school Zakaias. There's no one on the streets, but there's tons of restaurants that are open. And you got all this fucking spices and booze and filling the streets. Oh, that's fucking awesome. That place looks great. That's the new economy. Restaurants. <coughs> They're taking over. But you know what? Just like with the IPA, you know what else is happening? There's too many hipster chefs with sleeve tattoos. And beards. It's like, hi, I, that's just so weird. How all of a sudden, everywhere, where there's like, hey, I just opened my own restaurant. I'm a chef. So I have sleeve tattoos and a beard. And go explain that. Go explain that. How did that happen? Why did that? All of a sudden, they're there. All of a sudden, they're all the documentaries. And it's just like, did you? There's, there obviously hasn't been a meeting because these people don't do well in meetings. They, they did this thing because they hate meetings. They're not opening up restaurants to have meetings. So yeah, they're they're in danger. I wonder what's gonna happen in ten years to those fucks when they're all like, oh yeah, I was smearing that paste across the wooden board with my beard and my tattoos, and that documentary got three hundred fifty thousand hits on YouTube in 2014. What's that going to be like in 2030? Is he still going to be smearing paste? You know, because in those documentaries, people don't really eat normal food. It's like everything has like a paste smear with like cut up vegetables on top and we ingrow a house, our micro vegetables or whatever it is. It's just like sprouts or whatever. Like that's the solution. I don't know. Those guys are like IPAs. They're, they're suddenly around. They all look the same. And they're all spreading paste on wooden plates. And that's, that's the new where we are. That's the, piece, that's the person who's going to say, Welcome to, welcome to Sploobly's, where we smear paste with our fucking tattoos. I have tattoos. I like tattoos. It's just weird when suddenly everything becomes the same. I, mean, I don't know. 
rolling out of a factory line, but it's all independent, which is awesome. Because of this. He's delivering booze. Okay. I'm not sure if that's enough out of me. I'm a paranoid. I'm not a mother. I'm paranoid? Nah, I'm a... You just gotta eventually connect some dots and not just let everything... Well, I'm getting all preachy and shit. All right, I'm gonna drink beer and drink wine. Bye. Johnny's next. Cafe to Japan. When I want to save money and drink better beer, I go down to Mitsuya Liquors in Tokyo, Minami Asagaya. Why? They got over 300 types of beer from across the world and from around Japan. They got IPAs, Pale Ales, Pilsners. It's a beautiful thing. And if you want something else, they got it. They got a fine selection of Napa Valley wines, Japanese sake, and shochu. And you can take all those puppies into the back and drink them there, which means that you're saving money by drinking at liquor store prices in a social environment. So fade on and save. Mitsuya Liquors in Minami Asagaya. Yo, what's up, Faders? Got Faded Japan has got a new sponsor. Our new sponsor is Gamuso Bar, located in Asagaya, Tokyo. If you're kicking it in Tokyo and you want to get your groove on, get your fade on, you better get your ass down to Gamuso. Gamuso is located in Asagaya. It's about 11 minutes from Shinjuku Station on the Chuo Line. Gamuso has weekly bands, weekly performances. And hell, if you got your own event and you want to hold it at Gamuso, we'd love to host you. So contact Gamuso at www.gamuso.com That's www.gamuso.com That's right, Gamuso has not only beers in the bottle, but beers on tap. We've got every drink you want, so come on down to Gamuso. Gamuso, and if I'm working, tip me. Hey, yo, what's up, faders? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, if I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2,000 N each, about 20 bucks. But if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Proper. Yo, what's up, faders? Uh, welcome to the second half of Got Fitted Japan, and I'm Johnny. Um, Mary B uh, opened up the first part of the show. I'm sure he did an amazing job getting faded, doing a POW, and talking about some amazing stuff. I have not heard it yet because he just sent it to me. Um, yeah, basically, our schedules are busy as fuck tonight, and um, actually this week, so we're doing a, um, I guess, an A side and a B side. So Mary B gets the A sides. Maddie B gets the A side of the record and I get the B side, which is kind of weird because his name is Maddie B. He should probably get the B side since he even has a band called Maddie B and the B sides. And um, yeah, yeah, and I'm just Johnny. I should get the A sides anyway. <laughs> oh, probably not. But um, yeah, so um, let's see. Here it is. This podcast is a little bit late, but fuck it. It's free and fucking I'm busy. 
Um, we're all busy. It's fucking Tokyo, and it's fucking tax season. So for all you uh, people living in Japan, probably this week, if you haven't received already, you are going to get a bill in the mail for a shitload of cash. And every two months, you have to pay anywhere from 300 to $600, which is probably, I mean, if you're paying $300 a, every two months for uh, tax, that's pretty fucking cool. Me, however, I'm actually paying Gomayen $500 for every two months, which actually isn't that bad that I think now that I think about it, but still fucking just paying any tax pisses me off. <laughs> I don't want to pay taxes. I don't want to pay any kind of taxes. Fuck, man. I feel like the whole industry, everywhere I go, all governments, everything is always against me one way or another and shit. Authority is against me, dude. It, maybe this is the fucking young punk rocker that's in me that I kept with me all throughout these years. I mean, fucking when I was young, dude, I was so anti-establishment, anti-authority. I mean, I was a fucking... I was a little shit, to be honest. I mean, I was a fucking bad kid. <laughs> but the thing is... Yeah, I kept a little bit of that with me. And fucking when it comes to authority, I just kind of want to push it. So fucking, yeah, it's tax season. And uh, yeah, yeah, I'm not happy. And I'm sure a lot of you guys living in Tokyo or Japan are not happy either. Paying taxes sucks. And if you get it deducted from your paycheck automatically, that's kind of cool because you get your paycheck or you, you know, you go to your ATM or your bank and shit. And you like look at your bank account, your bank statement. And it's like a little bit lower. And you're like, oh, that sucks. But, like, fucking when you get a bill in the mail and shit, because, like, for all those people who work for themselves or who are unemployed and shit, they just send it to you. They know where you live. The government knows where you live. It doesn't matter what country you're in. If you're in fucking Israel, America, Canada, Mexico, France, Germany, wherever, the government knows where you are. I mean, fucking there's drones everywhere, dude. There's aliens in the sky. They can fucking come to your house anytime they want and abduct your body and shit. Fucking, I've been drinking. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, fucking, you gotta pay taxes and shit, and fucking, I gotta pay mine, so I'm not happy. But I'm drinking, and I'm fading, so actually, I take that back. I'm pretty fucking happy. I fucking love it. And one thing that I really love when I'm drinking is the motherfucking news. Okay, so actually, um, well, for everybody that's living in Tokyo right now, or Japan... I don't know why I'm saying that to Tokyo or Japan. It's basically the same place. I mean, Tokyo, Japan, Japan, Tokyo, Osaka. It's all Japan. So for everybody who's living in Japan, well, actually, Okinawa is kind of like a different world compared to mainland Japan. So, all right, for all you mainlanders here in Tokyo and Japan, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I got to stop drinking so much before I do these fucking shows. For all you people who are living in Japan, right now is the rainy season, and it's tax season, and it really sucks. And it's getting warmer and more and more and more and more and more humid. I mean, every morning when you wake up, you're just a little more sweaty. A little more sweaty. You wake up and you're like, oh, God, oh, oh, this is just nasty. And it's going to be, it's going to be about a week or so, or maybe two weeks. And at that point, it's going to be about the point where, like, you wake up and you're just in a pool. You're like in a pool. Like you're gonna have dreams where you're fucking drowning and shit. You're like you're in quicksand or some shit. You're like, oh God, I'm fucking drowning. I'm fucking drowning. And you wake up and you're in this fucking pool of sweat and you're like, oh my God. Oh God, I fucking smell like balls and I'm all sweaty. Oh, this is terrible. Oh man, it's gonna be horrible. And for everybody that lives in a humid place, you know exactly what I'm fucking talking about. For all you dudes in Europe that have fucking cool weather right now, I'm so fucking jealous. 
take me with you. Please take me with you. And buy a painting. Oh, man. God, I, I fucking, I hate the summer here. Okay, no, no, I take it back. I take it back. Summer here is pretty fucking awesome at night. Summertime nights? Oh, God, dude. Fucking night drinking, going to nightclubs, drinking on top of buildings, drinking in the park at night is fucking sweet, dude. It's the best thing in Japan, dude. If you're in Japan and shit and you're fucking hanging out with your friends in a park at night, dude, fucking sucking down some suds, it's the best motherfucking thing. However, during the day when fucking it's basically like you're in a microwave consistently, like, oh, dude, it's like fucking like like in Gremlins when the Gremlins stuck in the microwave. Remember that scene where he's in there and like he's like shutting the microwave and he's breathing and he's going, boom, you know, dude, that, that's how we are every minute of the day when we're outside and shit. And fucking you go into like a fucking like you, you're forced to go into like like a shopping center or some fucking Starbucks or someplace where they have the air conditioning at zero, and you go in, and all of a sudden you're fucking immediately freezing cold. You're like, oh my god, I'm fucking freezing cold, because you've been sweating for the last fucking two hours and shit. You go in there, and you're just like, oh god, I'm so cold, I'm so cold. And then all of a sudden you go outside, and for fucking like five seconds, you're fucking feeling great. You're like, oh man, this heat is awesome. Oh fuck, it's too hot. Oh god, this is bullshit. Oh god. Oh, dude, my nuts are like fucking popcorn, dude. Pop, pop, dude, snap crackle pop in my fucking pants dude it fucking sucks dude oh god the summer here is so fucking horrible during the day but at night dude all the ladies are wearing sexy clothes and shit people are feeling good everybody's getting the fade on dude i swear to god okay listen if you come to japan if you're coming here on fucking holiday or whatever vacation fucking become a motherfucking vampire fuck the days live for the nights That's what I'm saying. Fucking sleep all day, turn on the air conditioning, go to your hotel, just fucking chill the fuck out, right? At nighttime, fucking live it up, dude. This is fucking Tokyo. It's a fucking 24-hour city anyway and shit, dude. Even if you can go to the temples and fucking like see all the sights and shit at night, stuff is still fucking worth it, dude. Fucking Tokyo Tower is Tokyo Tower is Tokyo Tower, dude. Even if you don't go to the top and shit, you still see it. It's fucking great at night, dude. They got the lights. The lights. You see it? You're like, oh, wow, it's cool. You know, it's a tower. Dude, you've been to one tower, you've been to them all. Actually, to be honest, Tokyo Tower is pretty cool. Skytree sucks. It's in the middle of fucking nowhere. And it fucking costs fucking, like, what, 40 bucks or some shit? You spend 40 bucks to go to the top of a fucking tower that's in the middle of fucking, what, though, was it Northeast Tokyo or whatever? It's in the middle of nowhere and shit. You're like, wow, I'm so fucking high. I'm the highest I've ever been, legally. And fucking, it, it really sucks. <laughs> Tokyo Tower Dude, if you come to Japan, for all you people out there that are listening to this podcast, and you're like, man, I want to come to Japan this summer, or anytime, listen, fuck Skytree, go to Tokyo Tower. Tokyo Tower is a fraction of the price. It's easy to get to. It's close to Roppongi. It fucking, it, it's not a bad area at all and shit, dude. You, it, it's so easy to get to, right? And when you go there, you are in the fucking heart of fucking Tokyo, dude. Fucking like, fucking like 80 years ago or 70 years ago when they fucking built it and shit, they're like, dude... Let's build it. No, it's right after World War II. Well, fucking whatever. 60 years ago. When they built it and shit, they're like, dude, let's put a tower in the middle of motherfucking Tokyo. So people that go up there can see everything. And they did it right. And so fucking, if you go to Tokyo Tower and you pay what, 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 10 bucks to go to the top and shit, you can see all around Tokyo. You can see the bay. You can see fucking like Fuji if it's a clear day and stuff. You can see fucking everything. You can fucking see Got Fitted Japan Studios, dude. I did it. I, I went up there and shit with my mom and grandma's visiting and shit. And I'm like, oh, we're right over there. <laughs> dude, it's pretty fucking sweet. Fuck Skytree. Go to Tokyo Tower. And try to go there at night. 
the daytime. I'm not sure if they get air conditioning. Then again, it's so fucking high up and shit. Fucking even if they didn't have air conditioning, it's still pretty fucking cold. Well, enough about this bullshit. You're listening to the second half, the B-sides of uh, Got Footage Japan, episode 241, for the motherfucking news. Here we go. Okay. So Tokyo is a very, or Japan's a very safe country. However, we do read the bad, dark side of the news. And we do it to make fun of all the bad people and shit. Not the good people, not the good Samaritans. We read the news, the bad news, the, the dark news, to make fun of all those Bitch-ass motherfuckers that make this place shitty. So all you murderers out there, fuck you. Rapists, fuck you. Bad people, fuck you. All you good people out there, keep up the good work and buy my paintings. Oh, and buy me a drink or something. I could use a drink. (laughs) Here we go. Okay, so this is going to be uh, the top five. In the top five, we're going to do the uh, top five stories of this week. All right, first off, I got to get a drink. Dude, cause, like when I fucking do these fucking solo podcasts and shit, dude, I don't drink as much. Although I did have one, three, three two highs, which are eight percent alcohol. So that's like three. That's like having three six. That's like having six two highs. But you drink them at the same speed. Wait, I didn't even think about that. So if you have one two high can, which is like a normal can of beer and shit, and and instead of it being like like four percent or five percent, it's actually eight percent, right? But it's 8%, but you drink it just as fast as you drink a normal beer. That's fucking 4 or 5%, right? So that's like basically chugging a beer and a... It's like drinking like a beer, two beers at the same speed as drinking one. So it's like chugging one beer. So I just chugged six beers, kind of. Something like that. Anyway, so... Ribbit. I'm doing pretty good. And I got this fucking Kidian. I'm drinking Kidian Brewery Company Limited uh, Kidian Lager. Oh, God, I fucking love Kidin. I used to be an Asahi super dry guy, but now... Mm, when it comes to the local beers in Japan, I think I'm all about Kidin. Kidin's got this fucking interesting taste to it. It's a little bit chalky, you know? It's got this kind of like a chalky, malty taste to it, you know? And I'm drinking it in the bottle. And if you drink fucking Kidin, drink it in the bottle, dude. The cans do not do it motherfucking justice whatsoever. Drink it in a fucking bottle, freeze it, dude. Get it as cold as you can without it forming ice or anything, because that fucking sucks. I think once beer turns to ice and shit, it kind of separates and it tastes kind of fucking funky and shit. Mmm. Oh, but I chilled this one proper. Oh, man. This is so fucking awesome. It's, it's, it's chalky. And it's got this rough taste to it. It, I know it's going to sound weird, but it almost tastes a little leathery, I guess. And fucking, I don't know, man. Mmm. I fucking love it. Oh, God. Kidding. Oh, man. And, you know, the cool thing about Kidding also, their fucking um, logo is kind of like, it's like a hybrid horse dragon that's on fire. <laughs> like, if you look at it, it looks like a horse that's on fire. Or it's like a Chinese dragon that's morphing into a horse. It makes absolutely no sense. No sense whatsoever. However, I think it's pretty fucking badass. Not badass enough to get a tattoo. I got lots of friends that have fucking beard tattoos and shit. Like the fucking Mickeys, the Bumblebee and shit. When I was in high school, a lot of kids got that shit, you know? And I was like, Mickeys? Why would you get the Bumblebee shit on? Oh, well, whatever, you know? I had, I had a scorpion tattoo when I was fucking 14 years old. I really couldn't fucking talk about a fucking Bumblebee. But whatever. 
But yeah, it's an interesting fucking logo, dude, and a fucking bizarre concept. Dude, if it is a horse on fire, that is pretty fucking bizarre, dude. Actually, I think I felt it. <laughs> a logo of a horse on fire. Oh, man. Then again, in Japan, people do eat horse sushi. And a lot of people do eat horse yakiniku, which is like a barbecue, like a do-it-yourself barbecue of horse. And to be honest, I tried it, and it's really not that good. I, I don't know. I don't know if it's kind of like a, it's just a thing, like a tradition, like, oh, we've got horse, yay, or if it's like some people really like horse. I don't know. I tried it. I, I don't know. It wasn't gamey, but it was like, it wasn't like, for sushi, like raw horse, it tastes kind of like, uh, I don't know. It, di- it didn't taste good. I don't know how to describe it, man. How do you describe chocolate to somebody that's never had chocolate before? I have no idea. But anyway, yeah, raw horse sucks. And fucking horse barbecue sucks. And fucking eating horse sucks too. I'm sorry, man. There's a few things I don't eat, right? Fucking dicks. No. <laughs> I don't eat dicks, but I love the pussy. Um, yeah, uh, let's see. Of course, people don't eat people. Dogs. Don't eat dogs. Dogs are fucking awesome. Cats are fucking awesome too. Uh, let's see. Monkeys. Eating monkeys is just fucking weird, dude. That's just fucking weird. Uh, horses because i mean fucking horses is just like cats dog horses i don't know uh uh dolphins you can't eat dolphins because dolphins are like kind of like they're kind of like mermaids i guess i don't know they're they're, they're fucking mammals they're like they communicate they talk i don't know man fucking don't eat dolphins i ate whale once and it was fucking awesome it was the to be honest whale was so fucking awesome but i'm ashamed that i ate it dude i I feel fucking I feel fucking terrible that I ate it because fucking whales are fucking so badass, dude. I fucking love whales. But fucking I was in a situation where they had whale and it was already, it was already there and it was it's sashimi and shit. And I was like, dude, it's already there. It's on a plate. It's, it's there in front of me. I might as well fucking try it, right? And that doesn't justify it, dude. Because I mean, fucking what, what if I was in like a Twilight Zone like fucking episode and shit? And I was at this like fucking like Twilight Zone party and shit. And like, oh, we've got people. Would you like a finger or a nose? I'm like, well, I've never had a nose before. Dude, th- yeah, that's fucked up, right? So fucking anyway, yeah, yeah. I'm ashamed that I ate dolphin. No, I'm, no, no, it wasn't dolphin. Uh, whale. But it, it was pretty fucking awesome. I don't know. Oh, dude, this fucked up for me to say that. But yeah, anyway, I'll never, ever, ever, ever eat fucking whale again, dude. And fucking, I was in fucking, uh, whatchamacallit, Nikata with the fucking, like, in-laws and stuff. We went to this fucking super amazing, like, uh, fishing, uh, what's it called? A fishing supermart or something? I don't, what's it called? Fuck, dude. God, you live in Japan for so long, you forget so much English. It was a, um, I guess it was like kind of like a, um, it, it was like a grocery store of only fucking fish, right? Oh, God, what's the fucking word I'm thinking? It's such an easy fucking word. God damn it. What's the word? What's the word? Um, anyway, so fucking, anyway, it was like a place that sold fish, right? And fucking, they had whale bacon. And the whale bacon fit in, like, it was like half the size of my hand. It was like 30 bucks, dude. And I was like, holy shit, whale bacon? And I, I almost bought it. I was like, I was like, holy shit, dude. This could be fucking badass. But it was 30 bucks, dude. And fucking, like, the, 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 the fucking Scrooge McDuck of me was like, Fuck that shit, motherfucker. Don't you dare pull out your wallet. So I did not pull out my wallet. And actually, the the human in me, the human side of me was just like, yo, dude, that's fucked up. <laughs> so I did not fucking buy the fucking the, the whale bacon. 
However, I heard he's fucking awesome. All right. Well, anyway, <laughs> let's get down to the news. Here we go, fitters. Okay, so this is uh, story number five. Story number five. This story takes place in Osaka. Hi, to do. Love you, Osaka. You dirty bitch. Headless body of woman found in river. It's getting hot in here, so take off all your clothes. It's getting hot in here, so take off all your clothes. And your head. Oh, Jesus Christ. For being the safest country in the world, this is pretty fucked up. The headless body of a woman was found in a river in Takatatsuki City, Osaka. On Sunday, police said, adding that the victim's left arm had also been severed. Okay, so it's not just the headless horseman or... Oh, going back to horse. God damn it. The headless woman, horsewoman. Well, the, anyway, the headless oh, seahorse. The headless seahorse. Okay, this is getting fucked up. Okay, so... According to police, the grisly discovery was made by a man strolling along the bank of the Hiogawa River at around 7.50 a.m., Fuji TV reported that the naked body was floating on its back. Ooh, floating on its back. Oh, shit. (laughs) Floating on its back in the water approximately 10 centimeters deep. Ooh, shit. That's like up to your fucking ankles. Police said uh, decomposition had already begun to set in. Heavy rain on Saturday night is believed to have brought the body downstream, police said. Holy fuck. Could you imagine that, dude? Fucking, all right. So this guy found this fucking body because the body's been like fucking like maybe he was like on a bank or something and fucking or somewhere up a river or something and it just kind of floated down. But dude, before it got to like where this guy was, it was a fucking past like fucking campers and shit and Cub Scouts. I mean, oh fuck, dude. Could you imagine being like a Cub Scout, dude? There you are, you're fucking like 10 years old and you're with your troop and shit and you're like, la 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 Holy fuck! Holy fuck! All these kids are screaming, running around and shit like that. The counselor's like, kids, 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 what are you doing? Kids, put down the survival knives. What the fuck is shit? Holy shit! Dog. And fucking there's this fucking naked body going down the river. At first, probably is awesome. Probably the counselor's like fucking like, holy shit. Hey, baby, what's how? Ha- oh, fuck. When he noticed like she's missing a head. God damn, dude, that's pretty fucked up, dude. Who the fuck would like kill somebody, kill a woman, cut off her arm and her head and then throw her naked body in the river? That's pretty fucking demented, dude. And fucking, of course, it takes place in Osaka. Oh, God, dude. Oh, man. Those kids, dude. That's going to that's gonna be worst thing ever in their lives, dude. I, I swear to God. Holy shit. I mean, if there was kids that actually saw this and shit. Because, I mean, it did take place at... Wait, no, it did. It was found at 9.50 in the morning. But, I mean, dude, it took... Wait, they found it on a Monday? Yeah, dude, all those kids and shit, fucking Cub Scouts and stuff, they go camping on Saturday and Sunday. This is camping season. Fuck, man. Well, that's fucked up. That's number five. Number four. Okay. Well, it can't get that bad. I mean, after this, I mean, fucking, it can only get better, right? Happy news, right? Oh, no. No, 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 no. Here we go. Another story in Osaka. Osaka. I used to do, you dirty bitch. Man's body found in garbage bag in Osaka. 
I don't know about you guys, but I'm thinking of Summer of Sam, you know, or fucking the Zodiac Killer or some shit like that or something, or a serial murderer. I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there. I'm just throwing it out there. It's probably nothing, but all you motherfuckers in Osaka, lock your doors. Lock your motherfucking doors. Holy shit. Okay. The body of a man was discovered inside a plastic bag in Osaka's Sumi One Ward on Monday afternoon. According to police, the bag was found at around 5 p.m. by a man who had noticed that something had been abandoned in a mass of shrubs along a promenade Sanaki Shimbun reported. Huh. <laughs> well, that's interesting. Police said the body, uh, that of a man in his 60s or 70s, was folded over and wrapped in a cardboard box before being placed in the garbage bag. Hmm. A little early for Christmas. Police said Tuesday there were no external signs of injury on the body and that an autopsy will be performed to determine the cause of death. Well, I'm going to sum it up, folks. Natural causes. All right, boys, go home or let's go for lunch. Holy shit, dude. No, I, dude, I think like basically like if you find like a naked dead body that's a dude that's wrapped in a garbage bag and thrown in a cardboard box and put in an alley, it's not, not natural causes. It's, it's, it's. It's, it's not a homeless hobo and shit fucking ODing. It's a fucking, like, it's a serial killer that's fucking lazy, dude. First, the fucking, like, woman, she gets her head chopped off and her arm chopped off and her naked body thrown in the river, which is fucking horrible. That's that's fucking totally horrible. And, and then this shit, where they fucking throw, like, a fucking dude in a fucking cardboard box, this is, like, this is, like, the laziest serial killer ever, dude. And I think we should fucking find this motherfucker, dude. I mean, well, I don't think, I, we, I demand that we find this motherfucker, dude. This guy is a psychotic fuck, dude, and we should bring him to justice. And how should we should bring him to justice? Maybe a combination of all crimes. Like maybe we should cut off his arm, but not his head because that will that will fucking kill him and shit like that. So maybe his arm and maybe a leg, and then strip off all his clothes and put him in a cardboard box and throw him down a river. <laughs> justice, revenge. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But we should do something fucking really evil to this guy, dude. Like an eye for an eye, dude. Throwing this guy into jail for fucking, like, what, 10 years is definitely not going to be fucking justice whatsoever, dude. This guy is a sick fuck, dude. And this, the person that he killed, like, the woman, they don't know how old she is because she, her body was decomposed, right? But this guy was, like, in his 60s or 70s, dude. That's pretty fucked up. Fucking up an old guy like that? Oh, man, that's messed up. Anyway, I firmly believe in an eye for an eye, or a leg for a leg, or a head and an arm for a head and an arm. Although, oh wait, in Russia right now, there's a guy that's trying to get like a head transplant. I'm not sure if you guys know about this and stuff, but there's a guy that's trying to get a head transplant. What if we find this fucking criminal and shit, right? This fucking psychotic serial killer, and they do the head transplant, like uh, surgery, where they cut off the, the, the head of the fucking serial killer, and they, they just discard that. They just fucking throw it in a pile of shit, right? But we, they take this poor this poor Russian guy that has a fucked up body. They put his head on the body of the fucking serial killer, right? And then and then they fuse it together and shit like that. So then the fucking Russian guy can like live like a, like a healthy life. But maybe like when he does that, maybe he can't control his body. And his body is running around trying to kill people and shit like that. And it's like a nightmare and shit where he can't control his body and stuff. Because his body is doing all this crazy serial killing kind of shit. And he's like, no, no, arms, don't do that. Legs, stop running. The cops are behind you. Just stop and turn yourself in. Dude, this could be a fucking movie if it isn't already a movie and shit. Dude, holy fuck, dude. I should take a fucking screenwriting class, dude. Fucking, that is pretty fucking awesome. But I'm sure it's probably already a movie. <laughs> 
Okay, so that's story five, four. Here we go. Uh, number three. Wait, hold on. I gotta take a swig. Hold on. Mmm. Mmm. Oh. Whew. God damn it, I love this shit. Mmm. Mmm, 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 mmm. Oh, God damn it. I feel like smoking a pipe right now. God. That's the one thing I dislike about this apartment. It's like no smoking, right? Because like when I'm drinking, oh, dude, when you're fucking drinking and shit, and you get like fucking a couple of beers deep, there's nothing better than smoking a fucking tobacco pipe, dude. Oh, dude, putting in some fucking like uh, Frog Morton. Oh, that tobacco is fucking dope, dude. Oh, no, 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 no. It's not dope. It's fucking awesome. Oh. Uh, Choose your words correctly, Johnny. <laughs> Don't go to jail. <laughs> no, 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 no. Frogmorton tobacco, pipe tobacco, is the fucking shit. And now it's here in Japan, and fucking all my friends that smoke fucking tobacco pipes are fucking buying the shit out of that fucking, like, tobacco. It is so fucking sweet, dude. Oh, man. If you're a, sm- a pipe to smoke, pipe to, if you're a pipe tobacco smoker, fucking email me, dude. I fucking love to communicate with you. That shit is fucking awesome. It's like my favorite hobby right now. Whoa. <laughs> Other than drinking this. I gotta I got take another swig. Mm. I love you, kidding. Here we go. Story number three. Woman breaks arm after being knocked down by man on street. That's pretty fucked up, dude. I think we found this fucking serial killer, dude. This this sounds like that, that kind of a motherfucker, right? A complete sociopath. A guy... Why would why the fuck would you kick a woman, dude? Do not hit women. Never hit a woman. Dude, I got three sisters, dude. I remember one time I got really pissed off with my youngest sister. No, not my youngest, but my uh, young second oldest, my middle sister or whatever. I got pissed off at her and I was really fucking yelling at her and shit like that. And remember, and, and, and she, she did something wrong, right? Where like I was completely justified to fucking be really pissed off. But I remember my dad beating my ass and shit, right? And he's like, he's like, don't do that to girls. Listen, don't do that. I'm, I'm teaching you a lesson. I'm saving your life in the end, right? Like, like, fucking, like, dude, do not fucking be angry. Don't fucking, don't get fucking, don't go full retard on chicks, dude. Whatever you do. He didn't say it like that, of course. But fucking, like, I mean, my dad got pissed off, right? And, I, and like, and fucking, he taught me the best lesson. You just fucking don't fucking, like, for, for example, don't do what this guy did. Don't break the arm. <laughs> Woman breaks arm after being kicked down by man on street. Don't do this. <laughs> Stay away, fucking dude. Sometimes fucking chicks are gonna piss you off and shit, dude. Not sometimes, but well, fucking maybe half the time and shit. Your fucking old lady is gonna piss you off. Go outside, drink a couple of beers, smoke a tobacco pipe, walk around, get on your bicycle, fucking ride around and shit, fucking chill the fuck out, and then take it easy, right? Go hang out with a couple of your friends and shit. Don't fucking kick chicks down and shit. That's fucking bad. This guy, fucking an eye for an eye. That's going to be the episode. An eye for an eye. No, a head for an head, an arm for an arm, and a leg for a leg. No, wait, this is an arm. She broke her arm. God damn it, no legs. I don't know, maybe this kid's a little bit too strong. Here we go. Tokyo. A 49-year-old woman walking home suffered a broken arm uh, after she was knocked down by a man trying to steal her handbag in Tokyo's Nakano Ward, police said Sunday. Ooh, Nakano Ward. Ooh, that's West Tokyo. According to police, the incident occurred at around 1 a.m. Saturday in Matsukakoka. Uh, Saneki Shimbun reported that the woman was pushed down from behind by the man 
whom she did not know. The man tried to grab her handbag, but the woman held on tight and the man fled empty-handed. Well, good for her, man. Police said the woman suffered a broken arm that will take about a month to heal. Well, that's about right. The assailant is described as being young with brown hair and was dressed in white. Police are examining street surveillance camera footage to try to identify the man. Hey, man, dude, listen. Dude, it's the, it's the, the, it's the life, I don't know, I was going to say this, the, the year of fucking technology, but there's fucking cameras everywhere, man. If you're in the street causing a crime and shit, you're probably going to get your fucking picture on TV, dude. Or at least fucking plastered all over the fucking internet, dude. Don't do this fucking shit because you're going to get busted. And don't do it because of fucking, don't be an asshole. <laughs> don't be a cunt. <laughs> Basically, that's what I'm saying. Oh, man. But anyway, dude, that's pretty fucking cool that the girl fucking held her own and shit and fucking did not let this motherfucker take her fucking bag. You know what I think, dude? A fucking, dude, if I have a kid, like like fucking our, uh, the old uh, co-host, Shank, he's got a couple of kids, right? And his newest kid or his latest kid is a good girl, right? Dude, if I had a girl, I would fucking, like, like from a baby, I'd be like, I'd be teaching her fucking boxing. Because boxing is pretty easy, right? No, it's not easy, but it's like easy to teach like a kid, right? Then from there, I would go into Taekwondo, throwing and blocking, right? Then from there, Jiu-Jitsu, right? Then from Jiu-Jitsu, fucking Karate, dude. I would fucking, dude, my fucking daughter would fucking be such a fucking lesbian, dude. She would be the biggest butch dyke ever. And I'm not saying that negative. I'm just saying, like, like she would be a tough motherfucker, dude. She would fucking, dude, I would love to have a daughter that'd be walking down the street at 1 o'clock at night and shit, or 1 o'clock in the morning, coming home and stuff to home to here and shit and all of a sudden some guy trying to take her purse running up trying to take her purse and stuff like he runs up and shit and she fucking pops him right in the fucking eye right she pops him so hard in his left eye that his right eye pops out of his fucking right ear boom dude just like that dude pow dude and then she pops him again dude she punches him so hard in the fucking stomach where his dick go inverts and flies on his asshole, dude. His inny belly button comes out to be a fucking ounie. His fucking nipples invert and shit and gives himself a fucking heart attack. The guy dies of natural causes, technically. Wink. Dude, I want to have a fucking tough chick if I have a fucking girl, dude. Now I'm going to fucking, I'm going to sign her up for all that martial arts. Dude, I'm in fucking Japan, dude. I'd be a fucking retard not to, you know? And when I say retard, I mean idiot, not fucking like handicapped. <laughs> I'm following the rules, faders. Okay, so that's one, two, three. God, here we go. Four. But anyway, if they find this guy, dude, I think, dude, if they find this guy, this girl should be able to break his leg, dude. An arm from an arm. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Um. Oh, shit. I forgot I had this story. Okay. All right. Let me warm you up for this story. This story took place in Tokyo. It's a really, really new story. and It is really controversial here in Tokyo. Mm. God, I love this beer. It's really controversial. Everybody's talking about it. It's on the news. It's huge here. I talked to one of my friends from uh, back home and shit on Skype the other day, and he had no idea about this story. I guess this story is only big in Japan. I, I guess in the States, there's too much going on with, um, with, um, well, what's going on in the States? I have no idea. But anyway, I guess there's too much going on in the States for anybody to know about this. So I'm going to fucking inform you. Because that's what I do. Here we go. Story number... What's that? One, two, three, four. Tokyo's American PR chief arrested for a suspected drug violation. Yep, you heard it here. Tokyo. 
Uh, Toyota Border Corporation's head of public relations in American and its first female senior executive was arrested on Thursday on suspicion of violating of dr- Japan's drug law for sending a painkiller through the mail. Mail? I didn't hear it that way. Well, anyway, uh, Julie Hemp, an American appointed in April as the carmaker's chief communications officer. Its first female manager officer was arrested after the painkiller oxycodone was mailed from the United States to Tokyo's Narita Airport, arriving on June 11th. Tokyo police said it was found by customs officials in a package Hemp sent to herself by airmail from the United States on June 8th. Hemp was arrested Thursday morning at the Tokyo Hotel where she has been staying. Hemp said she did not think she had imported an illegal substance, a spokesman of Tokyo's Metropolitan Police Department said, while the Tokyo Toyota stood by the Tokyo-based executive. Okay, well, they got her back. Toyota has been made aware of Ms. Hamp's arrest, but has no further facts in light of the ongoing investigation by the authorities. Toyota spokesman Shinyo Yamada said in an emailed statement, We will, quote, We will continue to cooperate fully with the investigation. We are confident, however, that once the investigation is complete, it will be revealed that there was no intention on Ms. Hamp's part to violate the law. End quote. Oxycodone is an addictive painkiller. Is prescription drug in the United States. In Japan, the police said only special designated parties were allowed to import the drug, a.k.a. Paul McCartney. (laughs) I have no idea. Probably, though. Uh, Hemp's promotion in April, along with the appointment of Toyota Europe chief Didri Loiri as executive vice president and African-American. Why would it say African-American? Christopher Reynolds and African-American. What what does being African American have to do with anything? I don't know. That's weird. That's strange, right? Why would they say African? What would they, the, the the president and Jewish Christopher Reynolds or the the Christian? No, that's strange. Well, anyway, it should just say American because I mean it doesn't have to say what nationality they are. No, no, no nationality is okay, but what race they are? That doesn't make any sense. Anyway, the African American Christoph Reynolds as a manager officer marked the acceleration of a diversification drive for a management team along dominated by Japanese men. Okay, so, okay, I get it, I get it, I get it. So basically they're just saying that like all these people are dudes and shit that are in the company and this is the first girl that's a, um, she's the first like CEO or executive that's a girl and shit and so she gets busted and it's not just being her girl. I, I don't know, I don't know. But anyway... This is fucking big news because fucking she imported fucking Oxycontin, right? Dude, listen, if you go to any country, any country whatsoever, and you think about importing like any kind of a medication, you got to fucking look into that shit, dude. This chick for being a CEO is a fucking sociopathic, psychotic bitch, dude. Fuck her, dude. If you're, dude, I, I just think that she's completely retarded, dude. Or when I say retarded, I mean stupid, not handicapped, right? I think this bitch is completely just fucking out of her fucking mind, dude. She's pretty much just a junkie, possibly, right? Because why would you import Oxycontins, right? I mean, if you if you're prescribed them, you just bring them with you. You're like, dude, I got a prescription. Fuck you. I'm taking these with me. My doctor says it's okay. And you can do that legally, right? Well, I guess it depends on the country. 
But this chick, she's fucking, she's fucking, she's set, having them sent to her, right? So she's probably like a fucking like a CEO and shit. She's got tons of cash and she and she just wants to get high. Then again, I thought like all the rich people did like fucking expensive drugs, like cocaine and shit like that. That's what they do in the movies, right? So for her to do like fucking like like fucking pharmaceutical pills, that's fucking weird in itself, dude. I don't know. Maybe she's got this taste. She's like, well, I'm gonna go old school. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea, but. Anyway, she is going to be in a world of shit if she gets convicted. But most likely because, I mean, right now Toyota is doing a fucking fantastic job in the automobile industry and shit. I think Toyota has made hand over fist this year and last year and shit. I mean, fucking, they're doing fucking really good financially. So probably she's just going to get deported. She'll probably get fucking, um, not fired, but I don't know. She'll probably just leave her position and somebody else will take it over and shit like that. She'll probably get some kind of fucking phenomenal bonus. And then she'll become CEO of fucking, I don't know, FAO Shorts or fucking, I don't know, Toys R Us or some shit. Anyway, fucking, she's a dumbass bitch. So fuck her. Bringing drugs into a different country. Dude, if you go to a different country, I don't give a fuck what country it is. Check the laws. If you're thinking about importing anything that's fucking... Was sketchy. I mean, fucking everybody knows oxycotton's are fucking sketchy. They got the fucking documentary, the oxycotton cor- uh, like uh, express, right? Like, dude, seriously, seriously, seriously. If I, if I was gonna go to Germany, I'm like, wow, fucking like, like, well, no, no, no. In the states, dude, fucking weed's legal, right? And fucking, I'm like, yeah, weed's legal here. Woo! And if I'm gonna come to Japan, I would never bring this shit here. <laughs> or if I'm in Japan, in Japan, some like medicines here are some weird. Oh no, no, whale, dude. Whale here is legal. You can eat whale. You can go to you can eat whale sushi here. I would never import whale fucking into the United States because it's fucking illegal, right? And fucking vegans would probably fucking kill me. So fucking you got to think about these fucking things. Being a CEO, dude, when you when you think of somebody's a CEO with their fucking expensive Rolex watches and their fucking sports cars and their mansions upon mansions upon mansions and helicopter rides to the airport and shit. They should have enough fucking common sense to fucking, like, know this shit. Then again, I think all fucking CEOs are sociopaths. So what I'm saying right now is, fuck you, CEOs. Fuck you, corporations. Fuck you. On a brighter note, story number one. Here we go. Story number one. Family sues psychiatric hospital for damages over fatal abuse of patient. This reminds me of American Horror Story Season 2. All right, well, hold on. Got to take a swig. Got to take a swig. Mm. Oh, shit. Oh, God, I'm turning to the Papa the Sailor song. Papa the Sailor, man. Papa the Sailor, man. God damn it, I can't do it. God damn it. Uh, nobody's listening anyway. Here we go. This story took place in Chiba. The family of a male patient at a psychiatric hospital who died after being abused by hospital staff have filed a suit against the institution. The family is suing Ishigoka Psychiatric Hospital in Chiba City and it's requesting that damages be paid. Gotta get paid. Get paid after security camera footage of two male nurses assaulting the 33-year-old victim in 2012 surfaced. Ooh, shit. 
That means fucking YouTube. Fuji TV reported in the video the patient was changing his underwear when one of the nurses, a male in his 60s, kicked him over, after which the other one then stomped on his head. The patient suffered a broken uh, spine and died in April 2014. God damn it, dude. There you are, dude. You're fucking, you're, you're, you're psychotic, dude. You're, you're hearing voices. You're seeing fucking like flowers floating around and shit. Fucking Puff the Magic Dragon and shit. And you shit your pants and you change your fucking underwear. And you get knocked down and somebody jumps in your fucking head. Dude, fuck. Wait, wait a second. Fuck these dudes. Police have already begun an investigation. Oh, dude, I didn't finish reading the story. Holy shit, there's another page. I fucking, I beg my pardon. Okay, well, anyway, first off, that's fucked up, dude. These two guys are totally fucked, dude. Dude, if you got mental problems or any kind of problems and you're fucking in a rehab or a mental hospital or fucking any kind of a hospital, you go to a hospital to get better, dude. And if you're shitting your pants, if you got that kind of a problem and shit, dude, fuck, dude. Well, you're in a fucking hospital, dude. You're not supposed to get your ass kicked by your fucking doctors and shit. Although mental hospitals do tend to be pretty fucked up. Okay. So, sorry, rehabs. I've heard tons of crazy stories down here. Okay. Police have allegedly... No, no, no. Police have already begun an investigation onto the hospital to determine whether assault charges will be filed against the two staff members who are still working in the hospital. Oh, fuck, of course. So, police, once again, police have already begun an investigation onto the hospital to determine whether assault charges will be filed against the two staff members who are still working at the hospital. These motherfuckers fucking months and months ago, well, no, years ago, fucking, like, fucking, like, pushed a guy over who was changing his shitty underwear and started stomping on his head and shit. And fucking, fucking the head of the hospital is like, well, we still need staff. <laughs> they fucking kept these motherfuckers on. Dude, can you believe that, dude? That's like, that's like working in a... The, See, this is this is like the banker mentality. Banker mentality is you're working at a bank. Now, now we we covered banks, right? Fucking like like last week. Imagine being like a CEO of a bank and shit, and fucking like you've got like an executive. An executive's like, sir, we just lost twelve trillion dollars. The CEO is like, well, keep up the good work. That's basically what this is right here. It's like, dude, you fucked up so fucking horribly bad. We're fucking people are gonna lose their jobs. Things are gonna go really fucked up. And the CEO's like, well. Just keep on doing what you're doing, and we'll just move through this shit. Oh, man, I can't believe this shit. I really can't believe this shit. These guys should have been in jail. Fucking what? If this took place in 2012, they should have been arrested, thrown in jail. They should be in jail right now. They should have been in jail in 2012, dude. This is fucking like, especially fucking like there's like video footage. Oh, God. Well, Fuck these guys, dude. You know what? Once again, I'm going to say this is the eye for the eye, the the nose for the nose, the arm for the arm, the head for the head episode, dude. I say for all these motherfuckers that committed crimes and did heinous fucking acts, all this shit should happen to them, dude. Fucking, yeah, these guys, dude, I think these guys should go to jail. Oh, dude, no. What we should do is we should take these guys. Go to Japanese jail. It's too fucking easy. It's solitary confinement, dude. I mean, you go crazy. You get a little bit wacko and shit. But these guys... They should go to American jail, right? Because in American jail, dude, if these guys get like thrown into San Quentin, A, they're Japanese dudes, right? Which means even like this old guy that's 60 years old, a 60-year-old dude, dude, he probably looks 40. And the other guy's probably 30, which means he looks 20, right? 
these guys are fucking hardcore currency, man. You throw these guys, these fucking criminals into San Quentin, dude, dude, these guys are going to get fucking raped every fucking day, dude. Rape, rip, 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 rip. Dude, these guys are going to get so raped, right? And so these fucking criminals, these fucking murderers are going to get raped, dude. And when they, I, I say, like, after they get raped, when they pull up their shitty underwear and shit, then an eye for an eye, dude. Then somebody should, like, come over and stomp on their heads and shit. And fucking, like, then fucking justice, right? I don't know. Fucking maybe I'm too drunk. Maybe that shouldn't happen. Maybe we should just, just give peace a chance. Maybe we should just be like, you know what? Let's just give peace a chance. Let bygones be got. I don't know, dude. That's pretty fucking heinous what they did. I don't know. Fucking, all right, we'll see what happens. We'll, we're going to have to do a follow-up on this shit. But fucking, anyway, what they did was fucked up. And what's even more fucked up is that they're still fucking working at this place, dude. Holy shit. And this isn't like a one thing, thing, dude. Like, once you fucking do something this fucked up, it's not like the first time you're like, oh, fuck, it happened again. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's pretty fucked up. But anyway, these guys have better go to jail. Solitary confinement, I think, is too good for them. I say throw these guys into fucking San Quentin, dude. I think, no, I think Mexican jail is pretty fucked up. I saw fucking banged up abroad and shit. These guys should go to Mexican jail. <laughs> Mexican jail is pretty fucking hardcore. Dude, they go to Mexican jail. Oh, dude. They do not want to take off their underwear, dude. They're going to be walking around with their underwear fucking like like over their shoulders like it's a fucking tank top or some shit. Anyway, faders, thank you very much for its fate. <laughs> oh, God. See, that's what happens when I drink fucking Chew High really fast before I do the show. By the end of the time I do the show, I'm fucked up. All right, faders, thank you very much for uh, tuning in tonight. Uh, sorry that the show is a little bit late. Regardless, you know what to do. Go to Got Fit of Japan on uh, Facebook and shit and fucking just hit like, check out our shit and stuff. We've got tons of videos and tons of footage there and stuff like that. Tons of photos. It's all great and shit. Go to iTunes. If you go to iTunes and stuff, give us a five-star review. Tell your friends and shit about the show and stuff. Um, fucking go to Got Fit of Japan. Uh, no, we don't have GotFitofJapan.com. Well, anyway, fucking I say iTunes and I say Facebook. You do that shit and you're pretty much golden. Anyway, faders, I'm going to fucking finish this bottle, get another bottle, watch some YouTube, and chill the fuck out. If you're at work, I hope you're not working. And if you're at home, I hope you're fading. Faders, thank you very much, and I hope to see you again next week. Fade on and My own brother, a goddamn shit-sucking vampire. Oh, you wait till mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse and a lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Cow, the pressure! I can't take it! I can't take it! I can't stand to it! You sure I should do this, man? We're going we came, we saw, we kicked his ass. Your move, creep. Oh, man. I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up repugnant shit. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.